Welcome to the GRC Professional Podcast, where we discuss all things GRC. Found, you know, compliance being central to the delivery of the value around these things, but yep. it's, it's smorgasbord, it's a complete buffet there. Welcome to the GRC Professional Podcast. My name is Kwame Slasher and the editor of the GRC Professional Magazine. And today, once again, we have with us our Managing Director, Naomi Burley. Hi, Naomi. How are you? I'm good. How are you, Kwame? I'm not too bad. So today we're going to talk about the IFCA conference, which is coming up. We haven't spoke about IFCA in a little while. I think we sort of made some mentions about the potential conference earlier in the year. And now here we are finally. So tell me a bit about the IFCA conference and what is the compliance week concept? Okay, so I think people will be familiar with a few sort of compliance officer days and, and that kind of concept. But as you know, IFCA is the uh, International Federation of Compliance Associations. So a group of compliance associations globally, um, you know, Australia, Spain, Argentina, USA, Nigeria, Russia, Colombia, Peru. Um, so a big, big melting pot of compliance people from around the globe. And um, part of what our current chair from Spain wanted to do was to really raise the profile of IFCA for our own members um, and to share that international knowledge. So she was very keen on the Compliance Week idea. So hence we've ended up with five days, which is a pretty ambitious ambitious undertaking, um, all virtually delivered, obviously, because we can't all be in all of these really interesting countries at the moment. Um, and so there's there's a... There's an overarching theme around, you know, getting a real picture of how compliance is placed globally and raising the profile of the compliance function, but breaking that down, each of the five days have quite a specific theme in themselves so that if you're only interested in one day, you can just book for that day. If you want to, um, if you want to attend the whole thing, you can. And um, it's quite cost effective because it's obviously being delivered online um, with recordings done of all the sessions and available for a month following. So it's, it's um, I think for a lot of our members, you might initially question, oh, well, you know, Australia's ahead of the game. Um, we have a very strong regulatory presence. We, you know, understand this concept. But I think then stepping back and understanding where other countries are placed, their perspective on the same issues, what their social and cultural imperatives are around those things could be very, very interesting for a lot of members. Right, right. So what are some of the key topics that we're going to be looking at over the five days? Well, the five days are sort of um, broken down into the first day is going to be looking at the function of governance um, uh, within organisations. But really, it's all around um, visionary leadership in compliance and building a high functioning and and effective compliance program, Um, which, again, you know, you might look at that in Australia and go, oh, okay, well, we understand how that works. But getting the perspective of a whole lot of other countries who have completely different challenges to you is always a valuable insight. Um, So it's really that governance, that governance perspective with with compliance leading that a little bit in organisations, I think is the way that the theme has evolved. The second day is all around the role of Chief Compliance Officer. And that's also, again, an interesting one, taking that from an international um, perspective and um, and how each country views that role and whether, it, whether there's consistency, how it fits in with the ISO standards and those kinds of Um, sort of step back and see if we all think the chief compliance officer does the same thing in an organisation is always a really interesting discussion to have. 
Um, the third day is um, around digitisation and the use of technology. So that, that reg tech space, which again, um, you know, Australia and Hong Kong are probably leading that sort of conversation and adoption of technology. So um, it'll be really interesting to see how other countries will be looking at what advantages they can make um, using technology where they are from their compliance program maturity aspects and what opportunities they might have in their country to sort of, I guess, take 10 jumps ahead in the process if they can. Um, the fourth day is the day that GRCI is championing, which is around the, the sustainability and the long-term business view and how compliance add value, has, adds value to that and is essential for that business sustainability side of things. Um, and, you know, talking about the evolutions in compliance that we've observed and that others, and, and all of these sessions have panels of international speakers as well as Australian speakers um, around the, the benefits of compliance in the frame of, of an organisation beyond, you know, letter of the law compliance, um, the changes in the approach to regulation by regulators internationally, um, why compliance is a strategic differentiator in long-term sustainable businesses and, and how to reconnect governance and compliance, which I, I think we, we ran a, a webinar on earlier in the year, so we'll be revisiting a lot of those themes in that one. And then the last day is a little bit of fortune-telling um, <laughs> where, where, where the different players in the different countries think that what are going to be the key compliance areas in 2030. Um, you know, how much influence would business ethics have on anti-corruption? So some of these have been a little bit skewed to the interests of a majority of IFCA members. So anti-corruption um, sanctions and anti-bribery is a very strong area of interest for a number of our member organisations. And I know that a lot of GRCI members have um, highlighted in the past that it's really difficult to get sanctions training in Australia and to get that perspective and they have to travel internationally to get that. So this is another way of doing that because three of the topics around that are, are topics that these countries in particular think are going to be really important for their futures. Um, so it'll be really interesting to take their perspective on it. And so I can highly recommend that day for getting a little bit of an insight into um, on the ground sanctions management from countries like Argentina, Nigeria and um, Russia. So that should be quite fascinating, actually, that one. So that's yeah, it in a nutshell. It's not, it's not sort of one homogenous thing. It is all around, you know, compliance being central to the delivery of the value around these things. But yep. it's it's smorgasbord. It's a complete buffet there. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And what are the dates exactly uh, for those who want to attend? So I think you might have mentioned it before. Yeah, it's running from the 16th to the 20th of November. So not... Yeah not this week next week um if if this podcast goes out really really soon um yeah, it will. <laughs> yeah 16th to 20th of november uh it is running in our evening time so we understand that you know our members will be will be logging into work or turning up in their offices if they're lucky enough to do so um and so the evening sessions they might want to dip in and out of be mindful that the, the recordings will be available for a month afterwards so you don't sort of have to sit there for a, a gruelling five hours. Now, what it is is four live sessions um, on each of those days. Um, 
some of them some of them only have three live ones but three to four live sessions on each of those days with recordings from the other days plugged in between so if you did want to sit there if if you were on the right time zone or that's what you decided your cpd is you could be listening to eight hours worth of um input or you can access the recordings at a later date and listen to the to the different sessions yeah excellent and I guess the other thing to look at maybe is uh, pricing. I mean, how much is it going to cost ah. uh, one of our members to? Okay, so excellent. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> you're very good at this, Kami. Um, much better than me. So for non-members, which doesn't apply to us, it's 150 US for the whole five days. Um, and again, access to the recordings is included in that. Or $75 for IFCA members. And we'll include the URL in the, in the material around this to go to register. And you just have to type in GRCI to get the member um, rate for that one. You can just book your one-day ticket for $30 US. Um, and there isn't a non-member rate for that one. It's just $30 straight US if you want to go to that one. Or if you, you know, a bit nervous about registering online, you can email me directly and I'll take care of sending that registration through on your behalf um, to uh, the IFCA Secretariat to get you booked in for those sessions. Yeah, excellent. Sounds good. Um, definitely, if anybody's attended the conference last week, they would recognize a few of those topics, especially the the piece about the, the role of the compliance professional. Yeah, yep. very definitely. We did try and steer some of that, but interestingly enough, all of these just organically happen. So what what's really interesting about participating actively in IFCA is that um you know the themes that we find in australia we're not isolated in those views and challenges uh they are happening everywhere and admittedly you know as you and i were saying in the in the conversation before we even recorded this in argentina aml's got a real on the streets um necessity around it you know sanctions and anti-corruption and aml is vitally important for the safety of its citizens um you know they have uh, they've had judges assassinated in the past by criminal groups who are laundering money so for them it's a very real challenge it's completely different here in australia but it's always really interesting to understand how it's a global economy, money is globalised, um, money gets laundered through our institutions that fund those crimes offshore as well or the, or the profits from those crimes and, you know, somewhere in the world that has a real life um, flow on for people. Uh, you know, it's just that they have a really, really interesting perspective and that's been emphasised by their regulators and their police force and their courts um, in a different way to ours. So it's always interesting getting that, that other perspective and, and getting a, a really clear um, feel for your place in the world, I guess, as a compliance professional. Yeah, definitely. And if anybody is unable to attend the conference, um, I think you said there are some recordings um, that will be up for what at least how long afterwards? It's at least a month afterwards. So if you register for it and can't attend some of the sessions because they're just too late at night or it clashes with something else, um, you will have access to all those recordings for at least a month afterwards. And I will definitely capture one or two of the sessions that I guess I think are most relevant in the, the magazine before the end of the year. So you can look out for that as well. Uh, yeah, is anything else, any parting words for the end of the conference um, uh, in relation to the IFCA 
conference? If, 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 uh, look, I, I think that uh, it would be really encouraging if GRCI members wanted to make use of of the work we've done to be part of IFCA. Um, we were one of the founding members and we participated in the group to also make, make sure, you know, on a number of levels, we're all having the conversations we need to have as compliance professionals globally, that we, that we achieve the same standards, that when someone in one country says, I'm chief compliance officer and I do X, Y, Z, it is at the same level that, that we do it, um, you know, Australia, Ireland and South Africa have definitely led the way in this as the three founding members. Um, we yeah. had education programs, we had all that kind of stuff, but we're helping the developing countries to also raise their standards to our standards as well so that they know what, what someone should do, they understand the ISO, they understand what the educational standards really are and they may not have the resources to achieve them just yet, but they know what where they should be going for and what works and what doesn't from our experience. So we really get that as a value add internationally but for our members um being able to make use of these resources that if as a body are going to try and increasingly build we're hoping will be a value add to our to grci members for the time we've invested to date um, in something like ifca so i'd encourage encourage those of you who have the time um, to participate excellent well thank you very much for your time naomi and everybody go register for the ifca conference <laughs> Very good, Kami. You're doing a great job there. <laughs> <laughs> this podcast was a production of the Governance Risk and Compliance Institute, and the music was produced by Rob Neary.